probably not a very great day if you're uh, Judge David Williams Ramsey, who was sentenced yesterday to seven years in jail for sexual assaults that he admitted to uh, on four Aboriginal girls. Um, he uh, he basically, I mean, it's a, pr- a gr- very grim story. I don't like to name call or anything, but the guy admitted to some pretty horrible behavior uh, when he was a judge. He uh, would pick up girls that were in his courtroom, sometimes as young as 12, pay them for sex. Well, sometimes he didn't even pay them. He raped and beat these girls, threatened them if they wanted to use a condom. Uh, He blames his actions on a significant character flaw, made an uh, an apology yesterday. Um, And and here's the thing that, that really stood out for me. I mean, we've all been hearing about this. It's a horrible story. He resigned from the bench in the year 2002 after the uh, social workers uh, basically started asking around if, you know, to see how many girls he'd been with and abused in this way. Um, so he resigned from the bench. He was in court yesterday with his wife holding his hand. It just blows me away. I don't understand how a woman could go through something like this uh, with her husband to, to know that he is capable of those kinds of things and then to be standing there supporting him when he's in court. I, I just don't get it. Not sure what that says about me. Not sure what it says about her. One of the young girls in the newsroom said, oh, I think it shows a sign of strength. But, I mean, women who stand by these men who are guilty of these horrendous crimes, I think are, I don't know. I mean, what is this? Is there sort of an unwritten code that we're supposed to stand by our men at all costs? Uh, you know, it's like Dar Hetherington's husband standing by Dar. Like, what? I, I don't get it. Perhaps my commitment to marriage is questionable. Uh, perhaps I'm vindictive and hateful, but I just don't get how she could be standing in this courtroom beside this guy who's done these things. Uh, and she's a victim, too, and maybe that's part of it. Anyway, I'm, I'd love to hear from you this morning if you noticed the same thing and had the same thoughts. Like, what is going on there? That she would, you know, what, what must that be like? Uh, to be married to a guy like that and, and to be going through this. Uh, how could you stand there? Perhaps she is incredibly brave. I don't know. I'm thinking she's, there's, there's something, there's something wrong there. Anyway, here's our number, 604-280-2386. On your cell at star 1410, toll free 1-877-280-2386. I'd love it if somebody could explain it to me. I, I see her as a victim and wow, it's like I, I just don't understand it. Rick, you're on CFUN. Shannon, I'd like to make a couple of points, uh, before I forget them and then I'll tell you my comment. Okay. Um, I'm just going to give them to you in the order that I'm thinking about him. Okay. He, he only apologized a couple of hours before he was sentenced. Yeah. Uh, he had five charges that were dropped that didn't come forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got four kids, and he only told them about it just before he made his bargain. I thought he just has one kid, a daughter. Well, from what I read in the paper, uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. There was, I thought there was four. Okay. I could be mistaken. Okay. Um, he transferred his, the house to his wife for $1 in 2002, again, just before he made his plea bargain. Right. Um, so she's trying to... Uh, okay, just a minute. Um, he was convicted of the sex charges. What about abuse of judicial powers? Yeah. Does he walk on all that stuff? I guess. Um, he can be sued for uh, for what he's what he did by them as, as by the victims and so he's he's circling his wagons to protect his, his assets which is what she's doing too hmm. uh, and the other thing is he got a seven-year sentence but i believe he's only going to serve three hmm. and the other comment is i believe that what he did is worse than murder because these people are going to have to live with this for the rest of their life whereas a murder victim it's a one-shot deal yeah. and, and my personal belief is she doesn't care about anything but her financial end of it because she's standing behind him trying to make him look good to minimize any possible financial impact. Yeah, and, you know, I think it's you, Rick, who said to me a bunch of times, follow the money, follow the money, that, that'll always be, you know, the answer. 
Yeah, and I think that's uh, that's what's happening here. If she doesn't stand behind him, I, I really hope that they sue him and, and they can show that he's trying to avoid these things and they can take him for everything they can and get these uh, young girls all the help they can get because they're going to need it. Yeah. You know, in this business of uh, blaming them to be prostitutes and that, uh, I don't see it. He had all this personal information and stuff like that, and he just played games with them. Yeah, and and you know, I, I don't think that you, I, I don't know how you can how you can do that kind of thing and, and sort of walk around with a. I guess he does. I don't know if he has a clear conscience or not, but I just don't know how you can do that kind of thing at all. Like I, I can't fathom it, and I can't fathom her, the wife. First of all, not having some clue as to what's going on, and secondly, you know, you might be right, Rick, and I guess it's kind of jaded to feel that way, but it's probably about protecting the family asset. I don't know. I mean, obviously the family reputation is in the toilet, but uh, the whole stand by your man, I'd have been out of there, money or not, uh, faster than you could say, boo, if if my husband had, you know, pled guilty to these assault charges. Like, it's just horrendous to me, and I guess I just don't understand. Maybe it is the money, but I just don't understand that mentality of stand by your man at all all costs. And I guess it happens in the reverse uh, sometimes as well. But, you know, I, I think there are certain situations that you don't stand by your man when he's done something like this i think it says something something's wrong with that woman that she'd be doing this 604-280-c fund star 1410 on your cell toll free 1-877-280-2386 hey carol you're on c fun hi hi when i saw that on tv yesterday that's the very first thing that came to my mind yeah me too and i thought oh my god what's the matter with you yeah her family should have her have her head examined yeah and she should put him on the chopping block yeah well get away from him that's terrible what's the matter with her well that's what i'm thinking too like what money or no money yeah what you know if if, he's gonna go to jail he's gonna die yeah just like that other guy um i wonder if somebody will take care of him in jail uh that uh, father gagan yeah they took care of him she's gonna end up with the money anyway (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know if... I was horrified. I'm just disgusted by her. Yeah, well, you got to wonder. Like, I don't know. On the one hand, you sort of look and you, th- you say, she's a victim, too. She's married to the guy, and she's been put through this, and her family have been put through this, whether he has one kid or four. I thought he had one. I thought he had one, too. Yeah, a, a daughter, a grown daughter. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know that. It it's, doesn't, doesn't really matter. All I know is that there are victims beyond just the girls that he assaulted, and she's probably one of them. On the other hand, what strange psychological condition would it be that would would make you feel like, you know, it was important to stand by your man through something like this. Like, it's not like he stole, you know, 150 bucks from, you know, from work or anything like exactly. that. This is sick behavior. Oh, oh and she's sick. Well, she, you, you'd have to think that either that That's or... how I think anyway. Yeah. If I'm wrong, well, I'm wrong. But, oh, boy, oh, boy, I just think it's disgusting. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Carol, and I appreciate the call this morning. Uh, maybe it is about money. I don't know. Perhaps, you know, they're just protecting their uh, assets. Maybe it's about a commitment to marriage. Perhaps the, the commitment to... I mean, I guess it's through sickness and health, and maybe this is some kind of a sickness. He's saying that it, there's a character flaw. This is the judge, William Ramsey, who was sentenced uh, yesterday to seven years in prison. Uh, a character flaw, is that sickness? I mean, does... Does the marriage contract cover this kind of thing? Do you think it's reasonable uh, to expect that your wife would stand by you if you'd been through something like this? I guess that's what I'd like to know. Because I think that there are certain crimes, there are certain things that you can do uh, that, that I guess, transcend the marriage contract. And this, in my mind, uh, would be part of that. I I just don't understand how a woman would hang in with a guy who would do this. It's just, to me, unfathomable. Uh, 604-280-C-FUN, star 1410 on your cell, toll-free, 1-877-280. 
480-238-2386. Just a reminder of how he was actually caught. Um, he picked up a 16-year-old girl in 1999, raped her, beat her, called her a whore. Uh, three years later, she entered rehab, cleaned up her life, and uh, was trying to regain custody of her son in court, and he was the judge. And she, gained, she regained custody, but recognized him, ran outside, told the social workers tearfully, and they pursued uh, action against him. Of course, found uh, it, it, it swelled. They found several other girls who had uh, been through the same kind of thing. Unbelievable. Jennifer, you're on CFUN. Hi, Shani. Hi. It's your sister-in-law. Oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Good. Hey, how's my god boy? He's good. He took his first step today. No! Yes, that is... That's not the reason I'm calling. Okay, but that is so exciting because, you know, all the listeners know about the godson. He actually walked today. Did he ever crawl? Yes, he did. Oh, come on. I'm not kidding. <laughs> that is big news. I know you didn't think he was that uh, developed. Well, we've, we've always questioned, you know, whether he had both oars in the water. But, you know, give, given the fact that you're his mother, we had hope. Okay. Thank okay, you, so you. go. But no, my comment, I'm listening to your show, which I know you say I never do anyways. But, yeah. uh, but my comment is, is like, you know, in that situation too, I think, what do parents think that that message sends to their children? Like, especially her daughter. Like, yeah. I mean, what, what is that saying about the way that she's supposed to view relationships and she's supposed to view men mm-hmm. and what's acceptable and what's not? I mean, she has the biggest duty, responsibility, maybe I'm a mother now I'm saying this, is that but to her children, and I think, you know, like, you don't stand by a man who's done something that to other women, when, especially when you have a daughter. I agree with you, and, you know, I, I have to wonder, like, I think this does transcend the marriage contract. I mean, yeah. I, I know sickness and health and all the rest of that stuff, but it does send a pretty, you know, I, I think that the message socially that you send by doing something like that is so negative that the marriage contract be damned. Oh, yeah, like, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, I mean, it's just, yeah, you just can't get past that. I mean, that's it must be about the money thing, I think. But but even so, you know, you have to be, I think, a bigger person and, and actually take a stand on an issue like this. If you know if the guy's actually admitted it, I don't know how you can ever get to a place where there's forgiveness for that kind of behavior. And perhaps I'm just, you know, or, or trust. I mean, how do you oh, yeah. trust that that's not going to happen again? Yeah. I mean, there's some there's something in somebody's character that makes them able to do something like that. Yeah. Okay. Now back to the God boy. So he took oh, yeah. his, he took his first steps. Where was he? Um, you know what the sad part is? And everybody's going to think I'm a horrible mother for this. I just started a nanny because I'm doing some contract work. Yeah. And so I'm actually, this is on my way, I'm on my way to a meeting, and that's why I'm listening to you in the car. Mm-hmm. And so she comes down, says to me as I'm leaving the door, oh, do you know that he's walking? Ah! I, said, <laughs> I said, no. And she said, oh, yeah, he takes a step. And he takes his first step. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> of course. You knew that was going to happen, right? <laughs> hey, well, Jen, first of all, I'm really glad you're listening. Secondly, I love your comments. And thirdly, way to go. He's normal. <laughs> yeah, he's normal. <laughs> all right. Thanks for calling, Steve. Have a great day. Okay. Thanks, Jennifer. That's my sister-in-law, Jennifer. She married my baby brother. I, I love those people. Uh, we are talking about Judge William Ramsey and uh, the seven-year sentence yesterday and how this woman could actually stand by her man through court, through everything else. Uh, she, she continues to do it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's about money but I think Jennifer made a good point. What, what are you actually saying to your kids? Like, how, how do you excuse that kind of behavior? I think that this kind of behavior transcends the marriage contract. I, I, it's hard for me to respect a woman who would do this. 604-280-C-Fund, star 1410 on your cell. Uh, toll free, it's one 280 Hey, Nicole, you're on C-Fund. Hi, Shannon. Hey, so, okay, so I go from my sister-in-law to my cousin's wife. <laughs> I don't need to have a social life. I listen to you even if you weren't related. Okay, okay, thanks. I appreciate that. Um, I think that we should keep in mind that this man is is sick, 
and he's probably done a lot of mental abuse on his wife, and I'll bet you she's completely incapable of making decisions on her own. I think she's been lobotomized. Could be. I, that's the only excuse, because this guy is absolute scum of the earth, and I, I just the whole situation just sickens me. So, so do you feel sorry for her? Do you think she deserves some compassion? Yeah, I think I think so. I bet you she has been mentally and emotionally and possibly physically abused for her entire marriage. Yeah, well, we don't know any of that for a fact, but... It, no, but, it, so, I mean, take a guess. Yeah. The guy is that much of a creep. Do you think he's just sweet as pumpkin pie to his wife when he gets home at the end of the day? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, I've never been with a man like that, but I, I, I couldn't believe when I saw it yesterday, and there she is. I was thinking, God, what must that be like to be inside her right now as all of this is happening? It just would be, uh, it would be unbearable to me. And, I, and you know, I, I'm kind of with Jennifer, and it, it transcends the, the marriage contract. And, Nicole, great to hear from you. Have a great day. Uh, 604-280-CFUN. Hey, Doreen, you're on CFUN. Oh, hi. Hi. Actually, I was going to say just what the last caller said. I think that the, that the judge is a very, very controlling man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he probably does controls his wife, and, you know, perhaps, perhaps he does at least mentally abuse her, if not physically. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe she's there and she's doing what she has to do to pacify him. Um, maybe she doesn't even agree with what she's doing, but she's doing it simply because of his controlling nature. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a possibility. Um, I don't know. I, I just, you know, I, at some point you just have to pull the plug and say, this is not acceptable to me as a woman, as your wife, as the mother of your daughter, as anything else. And I appreciate your comments this morning, Doreen. And no, Doreen's not related to me. Uh, 604-280-C fun. Hey, Kate, you're on C fun. Hi, Shannon. Hi. I'm not related to you either, but I like to be. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> um, First of all, I... I you have By the to way, Kate, I, I have two sons, so you could oh. actually be, you know... <laughs> okay, yeah. go on. I'm sorry. Um, you can't call this guy a man because he is no form of a man. He is the lo- He's just a scumbag to take advantage of, you know, people that are already in, in a trying situation. There, 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 there's nothing worse. I'm just... I'm almost speechless. I'm so angry about this guy. But his wife, I'm sure, has been abused mentally, you know, possibly physically... He's a bully, I would say, so he's probably been bullying her all her life, but she has free will. She makes a choice each and every day to stay with him. Right. And I think she is just like, I mean, she's got to be smoking crack or something. I, I just cannot... Yeah, fathom. I can't fathom it either. And and you, you're right. And I think a lot of people are right. You know, you have to wonder what kind of a life she's had. Uh, certainly, the behavior that he has admitted to that he's going to jail for would indicate that you know, yeah, he's got a character flaw. How far does that extend into his personal life? I don't know. But uh, it, it does boggle the mind that a woman would stay with a man who's capable of this kind of crime.